0: Hello and welcome to the Sport for Business podcast. I'm your host, Rob Hartnett, and in today's 54th episode of the podcast, we turn our attention firmly towards the future and the focus on how innovation can make it better in the world of sport. Technology is driving change at a faster rate than we can all comfortably stay on top of. So we need a helping hand. And that is what TU Dublin and Technology Ireland Digital Skillnet are offering by way of an exciting new one year part time postgraduate course in analytics, technology and innovation for all those working in sport or perhaps wanting to. We spoke to Dr. Ciarán Collins, the man delivering the course as head of sports science at TUD. But the conversation goes way deeper than one course, veering into the ways in which technology is impacting sport and why Ireland can be a global centre in this really exciting space. So, we've come out here to the Grange Gorman campus of TU Dublin, and I'm delighted to be joined by Dr. Kieran Collins, who is the head of sports science and other areas out here on the campus as well. You're very welcome onto the Sport for Business podcast, Kieran. Rob, thanks very much for having me. It's a great pleasure. Now, the purpose of this conversation in particular is to introduce a brand new course. It's a postgraduate diploma in sports analytics, technology and innovation. It sounds like the kind of thing that I would have loved when I was wearing a younger man's clothes. Tell us a little bit about what the course is and why now is
1: the right time to introduce it. Thanks very much uh, on that, Rob. Like, this is something that I suppose has been in gestation for us for the last uh, three or four years with the, just the growth in the sector and the, the, the demands for the just a growing demand for skills. And the program reflects um, reflects the requirement of the sector in that it is focused on um, experienced professionals, experienced sports professionals working in the technology sector or working in other sectors who want to transfer into the sports sector. So it is aimed at uh, aimed at those that want to progress to C suite level or aimed at those who want to uh to manage products or manage uh, projects within the sports sector around the um around data technology or innovative new solutions that they want to create. The fundamental within the course is that it aligns to the strategy and business direction within the the host companies and that how design thinking transfers across Uh, uh, Data, technology, how we communicate data, how we create value from the technology and how we're innovative around those solutions. We are entering an incredibly fast paced environment with the advent of AI, with the growth in data within these companies and the spread of the technologies that are being applied. The digital transformation and the digital challenges and the data challenges within these companies means that there is um, a shortage of talent to transfer into this area. And that's what we're trying to do, is to um, either upskill existing talent or to transfer talent from other areas that might have uh, deep domain knowledge in other areas into the sports tech sector, because we believe – uh, very strongly, in fact, that Ireland can be the very centre of the sports, technolo- sports technology world. We have incredible companies in Ireland. We are growing incredible co- companies, and we believe that Ireland should be the number one destination for any FDI uh, FDI uh, investment in terms of sports tech. And we want to be able to support that, and that's where the comp- that's where the program comes from in in, uh, in in that demand out in the market, but also our deep domain expertise and our Observations of the changing landscape and the, the speed at which that is changing.
0: I want to come back to that question of positioning Ireland as, as as the number one venue because that's a that's a really wide and broad subject to get into. But just back on the course, this is this is this is being billed as, as being an international first as well. So is this something like it's it is it's a very broad range when you look at it. You kind of think, well, sports analytics. OK, so those are the guys or the girls who are looking at the camera and in the video rooms and the footage. And then you think technology. Well, maybe that comes out into stadium operations and 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 all sorts of different ways. And then innovation, of course, is everything which layers over the top of that. So this is very much a broad management course as much as it is a really pure vocational one about how to join the dots in terms of these new technology
1: absolutely um so it once it is broad um it ha- it has uh, very distinct uh, pillars but in terms of its uh its positioning so we see in australia and uk um particular growth in the area of sport analytics looking at the data uh, across sport and its application and we have existing programs in uh, sports engineering and others this is the first that tries to pull across a number of different areas because uh, if we're looking at analytics uh, okay we can look at it from a performance standpoint but there's also the analytics applied in the betting industry There's also analytics applied within the esports industry. There is an incredible growth in analytics around the stadium and the fan engagement and utilization of uh, of data to drive the user and customer experience. And there, it's that there's a broad requirement of how all this information feeds into the the strategy and the narrative of the company that we have a tendency to collect data for data's sake and that data being occupied in silos. We're not fundamentally creating value in a lot of instances. We're spending huge man hours collecting information, but are we using it appropriately? Are we, uh, is there appropriate automations? Is there appropriate application of models? Whatever it is. And this is the challenge we're entering. Because of that, just that diversity of the of the data that we that uh, companies are engaged with, and if we're looking at the technology, whether that be um, but it like the 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 whole broad remit of uh, technology right down to from sustainability. To the human performance component, it's all becoming a, a major challenge for uh, for companies, and with uh, government legislation around sustainability and and European legislation around AI, we're entering a very difficult place with, with great opportunity. Difficult place for uh, for companies to try and navigate from a HR and talent perspective, but incredible opportunity for growth from a from a Ireland Inc perspective, because like the when we talk about sport it is it's not just about the the big uh big data platforms or the or the gps uh systems it's about esports it is about uh the application of sustainability to stadia it is about uh uh engagement with fans through ar VR, a whole range of things which is incredibly exciting and like there's like the we, we're not even grabbing hold of it just yet in terms of uh, internationally. COVID was a huge accelerator of some of this, just because it forced uh, organisations like one of our uh, one of the groups we work with in the states that they're looking at the data around fan engagement and how you move them safely around the stadium. How do you bring them back from COVID and? How you engage effectively with them, and it has spawned in, an incredible business on the back of it. Just the movement of of fans within the stadium, and like these are all data driven. There's all technology and sensor requirements, and like uh, like whilst whilst all the pillars have deep uh, deep considerations, there's a requirement for for people to be able to translate from the data scientist, data engineer, the technologist. It, to be able to tra- translate across uh, different areas and different teams so that you can effectively uh, effectively operationalize your solutions and i think that's that's what we're uh, w- one of the one of the things we're we're really really focused on is the creating this language of uh, of uh, analytics technology and innovation so that you can manage teams and you can lead teams appropriately and that there's an awareness right across the uh, the team about Where the opportunity is,
0: it kind of almost brings you back to days of leaving. So, study when you look at the course at the beginning, and it just looks to be so vast. How can you ever get your hands around that? But you're right; it is really exciting. Somebody very clever once told me that you know, data data analysis has to be split into the two. The data bit is easy; it's the analysis that we need to get right, and that's exactly what this course is going to do. It's knowing not only what you're looking at. But what it means, that's the real sort of kicker in terms yeah. of creating value in that. And, you know, I do analysis for a couple of teams in my local GAA club, and it's it's basic, it's pen and paper stuff. But I love the insight that actually comes out of that. Yeah. And some of the teams that you can tell them something and that they'll actually change a pattern of play or a, or, or a habit, even at halftime, never mind, over the course of the afters. But, but understanding that in the round is where this course is really going to deliver. And and I'm guessing that it's for people who are at the very highest levels of senior management who need to have an understanding of what it is that's now at their fingertips and at their disposal, but also for those who aspire towards that level. And 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 I think it's I, I think it's it's really great. Um how much of a commitment in terms of time is it going to require? Because it's the one challenge. Everybody's life is busier yeah. now than it ever was before. So how much time will we have to actually sort of give over in order to make ourselves smarter for the future now as part of this course
1: that like that's a really good question because it's um it's a year long uh course so it is uh condensed within a 12-month period and that that is specifically focused at the requirements for the people who are earning and learning at the same time so the program is focused on projects that you're going to be doing on a day-to-day basis within the company So that there is that uh, level of flexibility in terms of the the project allocation and uh, th- there is also the crossover between projects in from let's say you're looking at design thinking we're looking at the application of that to um the digital transformation and sport ecosystems. So there is a crossover. But in, in reality, what we're looking at is you, you're looking at an eight to ten hour commitment uh, per week over the over the calendar year. Whilst there's periods where that's going to increase, there's periods where it's going to decrease, but on average that's what you're looking at because like um it it's um trying to condense all this material into into that window is a challenge but we we've, we've very much taught of and this is our, even the design thinking we, it's it's very much the, the learner focused of having all the assignments and having the uh, having the material focused on what they're doing in the company. and if they're not uh, specifically working with a sports tech company, we have such an array of, of uh, technology and data and use cases that we could uh, that we could translate that we could uh, utilize also it uh, it just allows that 8 to 10 hours feel a lot less because you're 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 doing it on projects that you're actually already doing within work it's great isn't it you know we 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 can't really afford the time to make ourselves
0: better no. but the irony is that you can't afford not to find that time so it's a question of priorities you mentioned at the top as to the demand for this coming from the industry and how ireland has successfully positioned itself already as being something of a nerve center, because we've got not only the benefit now of being the only, uh, you know, primarily English language speaking country within the European Union, and therefore being very attractive from an FDI perspective to the market leaders here from Australia, from the United States, and from, from elsewhere around the world, but we've already got as a huge population of companies here from sports up in Yuri an Indigenous one to Stats Perform down in Limerick, from from top to bottom of the country. We've got companies that have positioned themselves here and that are expanding outwards and really reaching out to the world. Output sports, who won the sport industry awards that we were involved with last year, as well as so many others that you know, so many that 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 I'd be afraid of forgetting others by trying to mention them all. But that doesn't happen by chance, I mean stat sports, sure it was you know it was a couple of guys initially that were based up in up in and around county down and that wanted to set it up, but once you've got to the point now where international companies are basing themselves here employing hundreds and thousands of people within their sector, what were some of the triggers that actually enabled Ireland to recognize this? It can't be just because. Should sure, we're good at sport and we've got to grow for sport what would what were those triggers that actually enabled us to get into this good spot we're in now
1: that's a great question and it's something that i i reflect on a bit when i because those some of those companies you've uh you mentioned they are companies that we would work on a day-to-day basis and like whilst they, they it has taken them 10 years to be an overnight success as such in terms of their companies but like it It fundamentally, in terms of those companies, it has come down to um, it has come down to people who had great vision at a specific time, and um, so if we look at Oracle, for example, if we look at uh, Kitman, if we look at Stat Sports, like they all traveled different journeys, but they were their leadership team and their leaders of the companies. They they evolved and developed within the space, and they they grew and they, they. they started getting traction. And one has a knock-on effect on the other in terms of if you see one company doing it, you say, okay, why can't I do it? If you can't see it, you can't be it. And like uh if we look at uh, if we look at Brian's journey and Oracle's journey from um from uh from from London to through to to the West of Ireland and to growth it internationally, it's an incredible story of uh, of growth. And if you look at um, and it it's enabled by his work with elite athletes and the connections and the interconnections that are created and if we look at kitman or we look at stat sports it's again it is enabled by starting working with elite sports and then and 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 growing from there but i think it's fundamentally about how we communicate and how we engage like if i if i look at some of the people that come out of uh sports science programs uh, engineering uh technology programs but sports science in particular we produce exceptionally talented professionals who when they go abroad they see the the level that they're at and the quality of that they're at like um we look at uh, barry solan des ryan and their work in uh, in arsenal and like it's incredible and we don't value it enough the qualities we produce we have a really good education system that's part of it but we are really good communicators we love sport and we communicate at an emotional level and people that resonates with people and we look at practitioners the linkedin bread of the world and some of the best out there are irish and it's only when they go abroad we actually give them enough recognition but that talent is in ireland too and uh It's uh, it's incredible and it's harnessed by that love of sport, but it's fundamental is our our communication skills, but also the the investment by Enterprise Ireland and the IDA in the growth of uh, companies in Ireland because there is a cross pollination because like we all know people we went to school with that has, have done computer science, has done engineering. And we, we create relationships without even thinking about it. We, we're creating all these relationships and these connections. And it has an unbelievably powerful effect when you have that spark of that great idea. Who are you going to lean on? You're going to lean on your friends in, uh, in school and you're going to lean on the people that you circulate with. Or, and they, like, there's incredible opportunity. There's an, there's an incredible entrepreneurial mindset in Ireland that is only getting stronger. Uh, but fundamentally, we are good communicators, and we just love this space, and that comes across in spades. I love what you're saying there. I, you know, it's part of what we what
0: we wanted to achieve when we set up Sport for Business. You know, over a decade ago now, was to actually sort of create a platform or a forum where people could actually begin to realize the value of their connections working within the sport, working within the industry. And it's brilliant now to actually sort of see that coming to life in so many different ways. It's funny when, when you mentioned Kitman Labs there, I was thinking back to an event that we did probably 10 years ago in the RDS as part of, the BT Young Scientist Exhibition. And it was about the science of sport. And we ran a little competition for companies that were kind of in the early stages of their development at that stage. And it was won by Kidman Labs, who now are worth so many more euros than <laughs> yeah. the business ever will be. But, you know, it is, it's, it's that kind of ability to identify having the spark of a good idea and how you can grow that and how you can nurture it. Because if you just try and do it all yourself, then it will only have a certain uh, you know ceiling height. So so this is it's about learning obviously and and getting that sort of postgrad diploma but it's also probably about the people that are going to be in the room out here in in, in Grange Corman and as part of the uh, as part of the course that this is a real opportunity to build a network of people that as you say you could be leaning on in 10 years in 20 years in 30 years time as all of those businesses
1: actually develop and grow that's that must be very exciting to be bringing to life oh my god it's so exciting uh, like you you mentioned output sports earlier and you look at their journey and like it, it's just so exciting to see good people making great success of their ideas and their hard work and like there's like there's other companies there like uh, danu sports or um our Immuniens company there in Galway, like there, there's some really exciting, innovative companies uh, that are starting up and uh, starting to grow. But behind them are incredibly driven founders with exceptional talent and real grit, real drive to succeed. And like it is, the it's that fundamental of um, giving giving them opportunity and giving them um, g- like. Like we're all going to be successful in terms of if if we have the right attitudes about this, if we support one another, if we create that community, because like the, 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 the the talent is only what it is. And there's a shortage, whether you're in uh, builders or whether you're in a pub or it it doesn't matter. There's a shortage of talent and there will be people that will jump from one company to another, or that uh, is in uh, telecoms and wants to move across. And, it's creating that community. And that's an integral part of it, that we can see what's, uh, what the Danu sports, we can see what uh, Kitman Mann is doing. We can see what uh, Stats Performer doing. And like we create that community and we can help each other because there's a fundamental challenge in terms of selling internationally. We are an island and we have to get on a plane. We have to we have to put the boots on the ground to sell internationally. And there's skill sets involved that we can share and we can leverage from each other. And there are markets that we can uh that, that we can target, but it is identifying who's traveled that road and how can we learn from it. And the businesses in Ireland are incredibly open to sharing that experiences. And no matter what that business is there's an there's an incredible openness because we're forward facing we're outward looking and with that comes a great great opportunity and it doesn't matter what the sector is we're we're fortunate we're in sport but it uh, it doesn't matter what the sector is Where there's a there's a great entrepreneurial and there's a great innovative um sectors being uh, being created in Ireland and it's a very exciting time to be involved and to and to be at something from the very beginning because as i said earlier like I firmly believe that Ireland is going to be the center of this ecosystem, whether that be at sports technology, whether it be human performance, whether it be grassroots sports. We have an ability to engage right across the ecosystem. Ireland is uniquely placed in that regard to be a testbed for technology, but also to have the great successes of uh, and great talent from a whole range of companies feeding into it potentially.
0: And this does work across so many different layers as well. I'm just thinking, even from within the sport for business membership, even additional companies like Future Ticketing uh, in the Midlands, yes. you know, using technology for a very simple, straightforward way of actually enhancing the fan experience with clubs and future-proof marketing. What Connor and Sean are doing with their neuroscience marketing and helping to, you know, to tailor sponsorship programs to actually get inside of people's minds. It really is. It's exciting. My God, I wish I was 20 years old again, but um, it's, uh, you know, but this, but this is, it, it It. can be so big that you need to be focused. And this course, this post-grad diploma is, it, it's just, it's a brilliant way of actually looking at that. Um, as we've been having this conversation, I'm kind of thinking that, you know, maybe we don't in Ireland had ourselves on the back enough to actually talk about the story that we have collectively that we kind of we in a sense we kind of think geez, no i'll let somebody else say that about us but i wouldn't want to say that about myself that would be you know i'd be getting notions but actually those notions are really important to be able to tell your story so i think that we're going to have to do an event over the course of this year and look, why not? Let's do it out in, in Grange-Gorman as well and bring some of the industry together with some of those that are on the outside looking at it so that we can tell that story um, you know, to, to, to really good effect and hopefully have some of the, uh, the participants in the course taking part in, in that as well. We'll get to that. But but for the moment, so this course, it's a first, it's an international first post-grad diploma in sports analytics, technology and innovation Tell us, Kieran, how would we go about actually sort of finding out more about it and potentially securing a spot on year one of this brave new world?
1: Yeah, it's it's um, the the first year of anything is a challenge, but we're, we're really high, um, we've been really high. We've been really emboldened by the initial applications for it, and it is true our partners, Digital Skillnet, that um that you um that you uh, put in your expressions of interest so in terms of the the all the information about the program is available with digital skillnet and uh, the brochure and the, the videos attached to it but the expressions of interest forms are at the bottom of the that that page in terms of uh in terms of digital skillnet and the, we're very fortunate to work with digital skillnet they have been at the um, the cost of this area, in term, or the cost of education and uh, and digital and technology for a long time, and they have identified the the need in the in the market for this, and they are um that they, they are uh, a partner on this, and they're also uh they're also supplementing the program by fifty percent, so the cost of the program is um is fifty percent cheaper than it would be normally, so if uh, if people are interested in it i would advise them to apply in uh, in the first year of it so you get the 50% discount rather than wait till uh, to your your three and uh, because like um, you're never going to have time for uh, for education in, in reality in terms of you will always think you're too busy uh, but if you don't if you don't start you won't finish and it's a it's a real challenge in terms of just creating that mindset that I'm going to partition off these uh, specific slots uh, within my week, and I'm going to work to those every week. And you will people will take it uh, take it away. You people have time. It is just making sure that they have the discipline for it. And uh, but it's true digital skills net that you apply and you put in your expressions of interest. Well, I tell you, I'd never encourage people not to spend time
0: listening to good podcasts like you'd get from Sport for Business, but maybe some of the other ones that you listen to and certainly some of the hours that you might spend scrolling through Instagram and X. uh, (laughs) Devote that to yourself. Devote that to your future. and. a part of what as we've discussed over the course of of this uh session with you kieran is something that is so exciting that is so very much of the here and now but which is changing every single day so you've got to be on top of it and it's a great way to actually do that so um all of those details will be uh, will be in the show notes for this and you'll be able to pick them up as well on sportforbusiness.com uh, for the moment um, and very much for the moment because we'll have to revisit this again. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you, Dr. Kieran Collins, the Head of Sports Science out at TU Dublin.
1: Rob, it's been a huge pleasure. Thank you very much.
0: So there it is. If you love sport and have a grow for the way it is changing every day across performance, sponsorship, fan engagement and management, check out the details at digitalskillnet.ie. You can find out more about what we do day in, day out at sportforbusiness.com. You can subscribe to the Sport for Business podcast, which drops every Tuesday and Thursday across a wide range of sporting areas on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. There are now more than 50 interviews to listen back to, including with CEOs, athletes, inspiring individuals, and more. If you like it, please feel free to spread the word. And if you'd like to hear from a particular guest, do get in touch. Rob at sportforbusiness.com is my email address, and I'd be delighted to hear from you. Thank you for taking the time to listen in today